Okay, let's move right along and speak to Ashwell Prince after this. At SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Let's now get the thoughts of uh, Proteus, uh, former Proteus batsman and now coach Ashwell Prince on just the current state of cricket in South Africa and what's been shared over the past few weeks. Coach, good evening. Thanks again for speaking to us on SAFM. Good evening, Tabisho. Uh, how are you? No, we are fine, thanks. We hope you are well too, Coach. How would you describe the past few weeks where we've had some painful stories from former and current cricketers? I know you've also been sharing your story. Yeah, uh, Tabisho, look, I mean, at the end of the day, um, there are definitely some issues that happened in the past. You know, there, there's, there's no point in in pretending that it's not happened. Um and I think my first tweet, which came out probably about now six weeks ago, whatever, um, that's exactly what I said. I said um, that, you know, issues, certain issues happen, uh, or certain incidents happen. Um, there were certain kind of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, yeah, it's just, there's incidents. There's, and obviously, a lot of the support came out initially in support of uh, of Lungi yeah. um, when Lungi came out and made these comments about uh, the BRM, etc. Uh, initially, all the players came out in in, in supporting Lungi. Uh, CSA then contacted us, and um, and they wanted to hear some of our stories, etc., etc. But let's face it: the the stories that that the 30-odd players who, who signed that uh, document, the first document that came out, hmm. the issues that those players have had have been around selection uh, in their time when they've been in the protest setup. So certain things have happened around selection and there's been too much um, uncertainty around who's been making those calls, who's responsible for those calls, um, and who should take responsibility for those calls? And so, because there's so much responsibility and people come up and claiming, well, it wasn't their decision, it wasn't my decision, it was this one and that one's decision, I think we've reached the, the, the point now where we, we move forward with solutions. Uh, people are just going to keep denying, 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 whatever the case may be. What's happened in the past has happened. So, we can't undo the past. So, what can we do in terms of moving forward and making sure that when it comes to anybody's selection or non-selection, that those things don't happen again. I have an idea of how I feel that can be sorted out. Uh, like I say, I've been asking for weeks now to be called into a meeting where we can thrash out what's been happening in the past. And people, it's not about only what one person feels this is the way forward for South African cricket. I do believe there's all the guys that, that we played with and we might have had issues with in the past, all of them have a lot to offer South African cricket. And all of us have a lot to offer South African cricket at various levels of involvement, whether it's grassroots, whether it's professional, whether it's boardroom and ex-players getting onto committees, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. All of us have a lot, of, a lot to offer. But we have to sort out what happened in the past. Now, if we get back to selection, yes. it's a simple one. It's a simple one. Okay? The captain and the coach and any cricket team, 
they always want what they want. Let's make no mistake about that. They always want what they want, and they always believe that they should get what they want. Now, I don't necessarily disagree with that. In fact, I'm a coach right now, mm-hmm. and I believe because my head is on the block as a coach, right, that I should have the say because my head is on the block. So if I want a certain 11 to go onto the field and I'm responsible ultimately for results of that team, I think I should have the say about who goes onto the field. If you go, and, and, and I don't know if you are, but I'm definitely a big uh, football fan. Uh. You know, if it's Alex Ferguson, if it's Jurgen Klopp, if it's Pep Guardiola, if it's Pizzo Masamani, I believe they select their 11 who goes onto the field. They, the person that should be in charge. So I'm not saying we shouldn't have a selection panel. What I'm suggesting is the selection panel with the coach and the captain can decide we're going to tour England, West Indies, Australia, wherever we're going to tour. The the selection panel, if there's three or four people on selection and the coach and the captain forms forms part of that and they make it into five people, whatever the case may be, those five people can then select a squad of 15, right? Mm-hmm. But when that team walks onto the field, uh, the person now who, who, who's carrying the mantle, um, Mark Boucher, mm. you are responsible for the 11 that's walking onto the field. Now, what I'm trying to say is, if we have uh, certain transformation targets or whatever CSA wants to call it, targets or quotas or whatever the word is going to be, if those things are going to remain, and if there are those targets, the only person responsible for meeting them or not meeting them is Mark Boucher. That's it. Clarity, no, no um, uncertainty about who didn't select who uh. and who wanted this one and who didn't want that one. So what I'm trying to say is we need to move to solutions now so that whenever a person is selected for this country moving forward, we know that it's that person that wanted you in or didn't want you in. And there's no uncertainty or no gray areas. lack of clarity, no gray areas about who didn't select you. Because we know how it's been when we were playing. Hmm. And we know that the captain and the coach have had a strong say in those situations and that they should. But then they must also take the responsibility of the re- either somebody's been left out or the result didn't quite go the way that the country wanted. We now lost the game. And then we must come home and hear, well, I didn't want this team. I didn't want that team. I didn't want X, Y, Z. So what's happened in the past has happened. We cannot fix that. But let us have clarity in going forward. Give Mark Boucher the right to select the 11 players that he wants on the field. And then if there's any questions about that 11, he's got to answer them. Nobody else. So at the so, moment, how does it work, coach? Well, there's a selection panel mm-hmm. of, 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 of which is um, which is um, the convener. Yes, yes, Mr. Zoli. The last convener, I'm not sure. I think that the job was advertised over the over the winter. The job was advertised. Yes, the last um, one was Mr. Linda Zoli. And, and I don't know if it's been, I don't know if it's been uh, filled yet, mm. but the last convener of selected was obviously Linda Zondi. Mm. Right? And so, and before, when I was on the selection panel, there was Linda Zondi, 
uh, Errol Stewart, Hussein Manak, and mm. myself. Mm. But at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say is that the captain and the coach, they also want to have their say on who should go on the field. And I think it's right. There's no problem with that. There's absolutely no problem that they want to have a say because ultimately the captain has got to feel that he's got a team that he can win with. Mm-hmm. The coach whose head is on the block will ultimately, let's face it, if the coach don't produce a result, the captain is, if the captain is batting well, if he's a batsman or he's bowling well and he's a bowler, he's going to stay in the team. So he's going to be there. If the coach don't produce results, the coach is going to go. So what I'm saying is, give it to him. Give the responsibility to him and let him decide. It's his team. It's his head on the block. He should decide who's walking on the field. And then there's no uncertainty. There's no gray area. And that's a simple fix for me. That is a simple fix. And so, you know, a lot has been said over the last few weeks. Let us get to some solutions now. I would have liked to be able to air my views behind closed doors. CSA seems reluctant for some reason uh, to engage us. Um, and I don't know why that is, but that's besides the case now. If we get to have these, these talks, if we don't have to get these talks, be that as, as it may. But there's one thing that all these players have issues with. Let's face it. Um, if there have been issues at boardroom level, the players don't have issues with the board members and whatever is going on at board level. Players are interested in their selection and their career path. And the people responsible for their selection and their career path are the coaches and the captains. Let's deal with that. And let there be no gray areas as far as that's concerned. If I didn't play, it's this one's fault. Or not fault, it was his choice. No uncertainty about that. So at the moment, who, who has the final word? Because we've heard from players, uh, some have accused Graham Smith of not wanting him select, not wanting them selected. A.B. De Villas' name has also been mentioned, and I'm just highlighting what's been said over the past few weeks. But when there's a convener of selectors, who has the final word? Well, this is the thing. It doesn't now matter anymore because there's been so much damage. There's no point in people coming out and saying, I had the final say. Oh, no, he had the final say. No, 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 you had the final say. What I'm trying to get to is, let's get to solutions. Mm. Let's get to solutions. So when we're saying certain things have to change, right? we're not saying people need to move and people must be fired or whatever the case may be, and we're not happy with this, whatever the case. No, no, no. We, we or I speak for Ashford Prince. Let me speak for myself. There's been issues around selection. The major issues is around selection. When you're talking about uh, Pangiso going to the World Cup and not playing a, a, a single game at the World Cup, if that should ever happen again, let's, we don't have to go back to the past now. We don't have to go back to the past. Mm. But if that should ever happen again and people feel that there was an opportunity for somebody to get the game, let one person be responsible for that and answering that. That's what I'm saying. So that we don't have a gray area. This guy picks the team every time the 11 walks on the field. Jurgen Klopp, Alex Ferguson, Pizzo Masamani, whoever it is, ask him the question. Why is this guy not playing? So whatever's happened in the past, I think there's been enough arguments now on what's happened in the past. Mm. 
Mm. There's been enough about that, right? We need to get to some answers now. So as far as selection is concerned, that is my suggestion. Well, and it sounds very, very simple. I mean, the coach should have the final word because it's the coach's head on the block here. I wonder if Colin from Cape Town agrees. Can we go to Colin or do we need to take a break? Okay, let's go to Colin in Cape Town. Good evening, Colin. <laughs> Good evening, Tommy. You know, I agree 100% with oh. Ashville. I agree 100% with Ashville Prince. Mm. You know, a coach and a captain, I think some sometimes... No more than what some selectors at nowadays who are selectors on the panel. Uh, I don't know if Ashwell can um, just remind me. Some time back, uh, a team was picked the evening. And while the guys were having breakfast, the team was changed. Somebody was dropped. Now, how on earth can a team be picked the, day, the night before, the evening before, the day before, and here yeah, the boys are having breakfast on the day of the cricket match, going to start the test, and then this, we're told, the captain was told, this one's playing and not that one, after the team's been picked. I agree 100% as well. Mm. A coach and uh, a captain should have a bit of say because the coach gets fired. The country wants the coach to give us results. Yeah, no. Not the and there have been a few incidents, actually, uh, uh, incidents, uh, Colin. I know there was one of the 2015 World Cup there with uh, Vernon Philander and uh, Kyle Abbott, if I remember correctly, they're leading up to that big game. There was also an issue with uh, Charles Langefeld back in the day. But we'll take a quick break and uh, we'll uh, wrap up. We'll, we'll have more from Coach Ashwell Prince. Sport on on SAFM. Coach Ashwell, just to move right along, I mean, there's also the issue of quota players. You were referred to as a quota player. A lot of players don't like that tag, and I would think the same goes for you. Why is that? Well, it's simple. Everybody wants to know that he deserves to be there. That's 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 the thing. Everybody wants to know that he deserves to be in the team. That's why people don't like it. People don't like the term because... Um, some people can use it as a, as, a, as a reason why they are not selected. Uh, some people will leave the country uh, and go and play overseas and claim that the reason why they are leaving the country is because of, because of quotas. Um, you know, the thing is that, um, uh, so the thing is, it's, it's all, for me, it's always about introspection. Mm-hmm. Introspection, meaning um, when you leave the country uh, and you go and tell other people on the other side of the world that um, you know it's because of quotas, whatever the case may be, is it always the truth? Is it always the truth? Were you better than the people who um, are playing in the South African eleven? Could you displace any of those players that's playing in the South African starting eleven? Um, and so. Listen, this is probably the hottest topic uh, in the country. Mm. Um, it's the hottest topic, you know. People um, in suits at CSA need to start looking at these things and trying to find solutions for everybody in the game and everybody in the country. Yeah? And I'm being really honest and serious about that. If CSA says that... Um, it's the game. It's game of inclusivity for everybody. 
then the policies and everything has got to reflect that. Every, you know, your, your policies that you put in place, everything has got to reflect that. Um, you know, I have, a, I have a belief. I have a certain belief about, um, about who are the best players in the world, mm. who are the best players in South Africa, who are the best players anywhere. Um, and, you know, maybe everybody doesn't believe the same way as Ashwa Prince believes, but, you know, I can tell you a story that um, as a youngster, um, nine, ten years old, my, I grew up in Port Elizabeth. Yes, yes, Nine, yes. ten years old, uh, my father played one or two seasons for a, for a black club in, um, in PE, a black mm. African club, uh, United Cricket, Cricket Club. Yeah. All right? And for that club, there were players like Kaya Majola and uh, Mungezi Majola, who everybody knows as Gerald Majola, mm. right? And I was a youngster, nine, ten years old, around the boundary, um, going to watch my father play, and 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 I soon realized, you know, growing up in a part of South Africa that tells you um, white is best and white fits in here, and you as this color you fit in there, and black African you fit in right at the bottom, right? Mm. Um, but going to the township and watching people like Kaya Majola and Mongezi Majola play cricket way better than my father, who's got the lighter skin than them. I soon realized that the tone of your skin has absolutely no bearing on how good or bad you are as a cricketer. That's mm. what I learned as a 10-year-old, 9, 10 years old. And with me, I carried that into professional cricket. And if a player is better than me, then it's because he is able to harness his skill level, his mental capacity, his fitness level, um, his attitude towards the game, his understanding towards the game, and he's able to control all of that on the day of competition and perform better than me. And fair play to him mm. if he's doing that better than me. And if he's black, African, and he's doing that better than me, and if he's white, and if he's West Indian, and if he's Australian, and if he's Indian, and he's doing that better than me on the day, then fair play to you. Well done, brother. But I don't believe that anybody is better than another person because of the, a lighter color of skin, a slightly lighter tone of skin. So for me, it's always been toe-to-toe. I've got to stand against somebody else who's 22 yards away from me, toe-to-toe. And if he gets me out, he gets me out. Fair play to you, brother. Next time we go again, I've got to try and get the better of you. I've got to try and get the upper hand of you. And, and what we need to understand about the standard of cricket, okay? The standard of cricket is set by the best players around the world universally. Not by white South Africans. White South Africans don't set the standard of cricket. The best players around the world set the standard of cricket. So when we're talking about what's the standard, you're not measuring yourself against white South Africa. There's a standard out there in the world that the best players are sitting. So whether that person is a Virat Kohli from India or Steve Smith from Australia or a Andre Russell in 2020 for, 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 for the West Indies, if they are sitting the standard in the world, your job as a professional cricketer, wherever you come from, what background you come from, you try and keep up with the standard. 
That's your job. Okay, just we're gonna to have to live with that just for the sake of time, coach. But you've taken me back to that United cricket board. I'm also cricket team, I'm also from PE, and some of my heroes came from that team the likes of Derek Sontundu, Kenneth Maua, uh, Dick Jan, the wicket keeper, Roger Ek, Lulama Masikazana, the late. Also, I used to watch that that team and follow them religiously uh, back in the townships of PE. But unfortunately, we're gonna to have to leave it there just because of time, coach Prince. <laughs>